I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Up to 90. We're in lockdown. <laughs> we're in lockdown, Emma, so we're Skyping, aren't we? I know. Well, sure, as I think... I don't know if it, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but I said somewhere on social media, I was like, "Sure, like, it's better than nothing, isn't it?" Well, it is. Like we skyped into the skyping. You mean? Yeah. Well, sure. Like you know, a couple of weeks ago we did the Skype just to explain to our listener because I think some people might have skipped the Love Is Blind special, which is fair enough. It's pretty neat, but mm. we did do a Skype call that time. And to be honest, to be honest, I think the sound was actually grand. So currently, yeah. I'm back on the side of the mountain in Kerry. You're living your best Rathfarnham life. So it's am, just. Yeah. It's just the answer to a lot of our podcasting problems at the moment. It's just to do with Skype. Well, yeah. We didn't get any you don't complaints, have the whole, I think. No. I'm sure you, uh, what you call it, you're not obviously coming up to Dublin at the moment for like work and whatever. So like, the gigs are off. The career is on pause. OK, yeah. so we're not quite sure is it ever going to recover. Actually, a few listeners did message me just about the tour and stuff. So obviously it goes out saying I'm not going to be the one psycho who's still gigging during this coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> so I'm afraid the gigs are suspended, guys. I don't know if you got the memo. But hopefully, like, we will reschedule. But at the moment, I know then somebody was asking, oh, will, will they be on in April? But, I mean, to be quite honest, I I'm not booking know. anything for April no, because no, we really soon. don't know exactly. It's too soon. So I actually did say that even a couple of places came back to me with dates. And I was like, I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but I feel at the I moment know. nobody knows. And there's no point rescheduling again because then I people know, are going to be totally I... over it. Somebody was on to me about tonight. I had a gig, and um, they had, what you know, they tonight? It was in Stitches. Okay, this is a new gig. Yeah, in Crowbar. Okay. So they'd already said to me. Now I think they maybe cancelled it Friday. So like you know, not too kind of late in the day. But then Ola messaged me today and said, "Oh, I, I could put you in for the fifth of April." And I was like, no. yeah, stick it in the book. I, but I just didn't want to be the one like, this is pointless because that's far too close. Like, No, I think <laughs> I would be I would be absolutely floored 
if we yeah. beat the curve to such an extent that we're the only country, I was going to say in Europe, but I mean, even if you look at Asia, we're the yeah. only country in the world that beats the curve and has weeks. this, we have it solved in two weeks. I mean, we're we're good at a lot of things, guys, but healthcare and organisation probably isn't one of them. Like, people are just getting, people are just getting the memo now about washing their hands. Like, literally the penny is just starting to drop. Oh, wait till I tell you. We, myself and Shane went to uh, Little today. And now it's just the one up and up the road. And you know the way if you do shop in Little, like it's fairly quick. So, Ellen. Um, okay. So, and I also find the staff there are so helpful as well. And the selection is just top of the range. <laughs> yeah. Well, it usually takes about, I mean, it's usually like a 40 minute shop and little like you do all the aisles you're done and um oh sorry we are we searching for brands at the moment is that what that was did I miss oh Lossie won the Dancing with the Stars Fred oh, just came Fred in the there background. uh no he just and came then, in just and to they did the, me that they did, I saw the that they made the tonight the final sure they had to because they can't have audiences in no, no, that's, I mean, that's kind of the right decision, isn't it? Well, I actually think it, was, I, I think it was a great decision to just give yeah. it by a week. But Fred's going to be disappointed now because we wanted, of course, Julia to win. Who was oh, his dance yeah. partner last year. And I'm um, sure, and Des the year before, wasn't it? She was with Des the year before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, and just before you go back to your little story, I will say 2020, <laughs> it's been a bit mad so far. But I will say not having to watch Dancing with the Stars, I think, has to be the highlight thus far. I know we're only well, in I March. Tell you something. My mom watches the BBC one and she she's very committed to it. But the Irish one, she says, there's too much fucking faffing about. They were her exact words. Interesting. It's too dragged out, like they drag the fucking arse out. And it's interesting for your mum because she's usually so clipped in her quotes. Yes. In case you quote her on the podcast. I know. It's unusual for her to be so. Yeah. In the ones that I can prove, she is very measured and all the rest. But when she's just chatting, yeah, it's the print. Yeah. Yeah. It's the print. She's got a that's interesting because my mother's also very invested in the English one yes oh, she loves the English one and she loves the dance and, and all the rest of it but when she's chatting to you me and Ella would say pulling a Margie so pulling a Margie my mom's name is Margie pulling a Margie would be cursing and she's like, oh, I don't know what happened to me. She used to never curse when I was a kid. And then just something happened. And she was just like, fuck it anyway. She just let it rip like. Wow. OK, because my mother actually, I noticed so she wouldn't be. Her. She's very far from a potty mouth. But she has started to say, fuck it, Elizabeth. Like, yeah. just for no reason at all. But I can tell it gives her some kind of a thrill because it won't even be a like obviously her name's Elizabeth so she's referring to herself there but she's not even particularly annoyed she's just kind of saying it for the crack I think just to test the waters just to see how people yeah. react I don't know like because my mom's from would have been much more reserved 
than my dad's family even and like her sisters would pretty much be the same on the old body <laughs> but then one of her sisters developed a phrase recent well like in recent years um fuck the fuck off wow you know and i kind of really that's says extra that yeah. is extra isn't it anyway back we're in little oh yeah we're in little right so me and shane go up Ella stayed at home with the boys because we're like, okay, we don't need to bring them if we don't need to, you know what I mean? And whatever, they'll be just fucking touching everything and blah, blah, blah. So we went up and like, you know, it was busy, obviously. There was a few people like who was like, do you want to fucking back it off there with the old social distancing? Not even social distancing, just like fucking like personal space. And then we're in the queue and there's these two young fellas behind us and they are like up in our grill and we're still unpacking the shopping onto the fucking conveyor belt thing. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do you want to back it up there? I haven't even stopped unpacking my fucking food. Now, what are they getting, Judy? They're both paying for them separately. They're both getting multi-packs of Kinder Buenos. Now we were told. Well, okay. These are my okay. These are my kind of people. I'm already on their side. No, shut up, Judy. Then you won't like this. Open the grill. Open the grill. Open the grill. Then I look round and he's fucking open my grill and he's sitting on the fucking thing. His arse is resting on my baby cucumbers. Oh dear. And Shane said, "Do you want to get up off my shit there?" I think Shane's been hanging out with Margie, has he? <laughs> that language has been uncalled for. I was like... Well, now, I've never heard of someone sitting on your cucumber. Like, I mean, buy your own cucumber, <laughs> do what you want. And I mean, baby cucumbers. Like, baby what is he? Some kind of cucumber pedophile? It's just disgusting on so many levels. I'd say the, the fact that they were baby cucumbers and he was like, I need to sit on one of these. That's what really concerns me. Like, that's just so sick. Because your Kinder Bueno is not enough for you. You have to go and sit on baby cucumbers. Well, I actually have a bit of an issue with baby cucumbers anyway. Oh, I do. I just, I feel like, you know, I feel like a baby cucumber never got a chance. Not like fucking lamb, Julie. What are you talking about? Well, you... we've talked about this myself and Fred have discussed. Like, I have a bit of an issue with the free range chicken. You know, the way people will be very proud and tell you, oh, that chicken just, you know, is free range. And whenever anyone says that, I just put the fork down and I'm done because I just think that free range chicken knew what happiness was. Like, when I uh, eat a battery chicken, I'm doing that chicken a favour. You know what I mean? Like, they knew no different. But a free-range chicken, they had probably a social circle. Like, they had, I would say, probably some kind of plant their day. And I think I yeah. do feel, and even I was looking, I don't know what's gotten into me recently, I'd but like I was looking. You picky bits in the evening and sitting down with the Oh, do you know what I haven't had picky bits in so long and I just Why? need them so bad because you know how long it takes me to set up the picky bits we've talked about oh, this yeah, 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 yeah. there are so many condiments involved you're a monster munch kind of girl <laughs> well pack of wheaties but yeah no I just need too many I just need too many condiments and I just can't justify it because I feel like I'm not like we've we were discussing this yesterday like the days are just 
melting into one I feel like I'm <laughs> accomplishing nothing I get up I have my breakfast uh-huh. I go for a walk I say what's for dinner I make the dinner and the day is done like so I feel rewarding I myself with picky bits in the evening I just can't do it but I think it's like there's no point there really is no point rushing into anything because I think your brain knows what's going on and it's just kind of slowed you down this is like you're in survival mode because you can't like fucking be given it all and then like kind of be done by half ten in the day with a gleaming house fucking meal prep done for two weeks and you've written a one woman show like you'd go insane your brain has yeah. like your brain's doing your favor now this well is it is funny how yesterday actually when you were talking about the baby cucumber I was going to say that yesterday I my eye was drawn to a jar of baby carrots which I haven't seen for a long long time jar uh, a jar of baby carrots do you what remember that means these? they're wet they they're are wet, wet Emma Oof. I'm sure you've seen a jar of baby carrots at some stage pick- in your life yeah but they're, they're pickles, tiny they're tiny little fetal carrots. No, that like if you ate them, they'd be sweet. Like they wouldn't be pickled. But mm, I presume, I mean, obviously, there has to be some kind of additives in in. I don't know what it is. It's not exactly pickle, but presumably it's some sort of stabilizer or something. They'd be like a soft baby carrot. Now they do have little baby carrots in little in little bags, which I quite like. But I tell you something that I don't like. Um, the baby theme is baby corn on the cob. What a fucking disappointment that is. Yeah. Well, it's. it's I think disgusting. the thing with baby corn on the cob, similar to kitten heels, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> kitten heels, <laughs> I Well, I also have a phobia about kitten heels. They really freak me out. Oh, I'll tell you actually where I was the other week. I'm going to I'm gonna drop a bomb now. Is that okay with you? Oh, my God. Okay, hang on. I'm just going to put on my bulletproof vest here. Go. Yeah. So the other week when I was in the Department of Foreign Affairs doing this gig for International Women's Day. On oh, the God, hang on. I'm just going to put the phone down now. I'm yeah. Just gonna, I'm just going to let you off as you talk about the fact that you are now working I've in a government office. You I are a diplomat. That's what you are now. Right. No, because I only thought of it because there was a few kitten heels knocking about, right? You know, it's very um, corporate attire, okay? So I'm in there to do stand-up, right? The joke about hit and run is not a joke for a daytime crowd and work, just FYI. Anyway. Did you do it? I fucking did it, Because I'd been doing so many gigs that weekend I just I hadn't even got time to like focus on this particular one you know that kind of way and had the brown bread and the fucking bag and everything I'm there anyway no but it was grand like it was it was a nice little gig we're doing this international women's day thing right I hear this people are coming in there's a lunch with this now as well right I hear people coming in and one woman says to her colleague she goes oh I'm really looking forward to seeing the flapjacks is what she said, right? So I'm like, okay, this gig's going to do well. I shit you not, I said it at the time, not a drop of hand sanitizer in the gaff. No. And no 
soap in the soap dispenser in the bathroom. That, and I actually said on stage, I was like, lads, you need to get your shit together. Like up on the podium, I was like, there should be some hand sanitizer here. What's that, going on? To be on, honest, lads? do you know what I will say? That's actually really, really, really bad. I told them, Judy. Oh, I bet you did. I told them. Um, but no, that is terrible. I mean, for government as well, for a government department office. Of it's for a department of even. Really, really bad. I mean, foreign affairs, we're putting our best foot forward for our visitor friends. Like, is honestly, is that the best we can do here? Oh, soap. That's yeah, soap. really, really bad. Um, I can't Who believe that. That's shocking. Like, I like the flapjack as much as the next person. But can we just... While we're getting in the catering, can we get a bit of hand sanitizer? That's that's shameful, is what it is. Now I'm burning bridges here by te- by telling to up to ninety listener, but I think it needs to be told. Yeah, no, that is terrible. And you know what? I actually I'm not went afraid to be a whistleblower. I'll lose work over this, no doubt. But I'm willing okay, to speak up about it. Okay, Erin Brockovich, thank you so much. I'll have to nip down to pennies and get a gel bra if we're going to go down that route. By um, the way, um, by the way, I heard your song today. It's really following me around the country. So it's kind of freaked me out now. What song? Power of Love. Is that my song? The one where, you know, I've told you that every time I hear it, I just visualise you scooting off into the sunset. Oh, that Power of Love. Don't need money. Oh. Oh, yeah. What's the next line? Don't need pain. What is it? Change? Don't need money. Don't, don't need... need change. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. That one. Oh, yeah. I saw, I thought you were talking about the power of love. Oh, yeah. There is that one as well. No, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily think of you straight away when I heard that one. But no, the, the, the one from Back to the Future oh, yeah, is, is just classic. following me around the country. Fred announced today, which I thought was a very valid point. Oh. He was saying that he's quite content in lockdown mode because this has essentially been his life for the last 15 years. He was like, really, you know, people are saying to me, God, it must be terrible having to cancel so many gigs. He's like, yeah. I've cancelled one gig. Like the rest of us are like, my tour is gone. It's decimated. <laughs> Fred's like, I'm one gig down. That is it. I'd have to say, honestly, I'm totally feeling Fred's vibe because I'm such a home person. Now, the only thing I tell you, the two things I do miss, I don't actually miss the gigs yet because they're not happening. So I'm like, well, they're not happening. So like if there was gigs going on and I couldn't be a part of them for some reason, I'd miss them. But they're not happening. So I'm like, well, they don't exist for the time being. I do miss seeing my parents and I do miss... (laughs) gonna kill me. I do miss the gym and that's it pretty much. Fuck's sake, Jesus. I knew you were gonna mention the G word. But it's nice like to have the routine. talking about nibbling on baby carrots. I was like, oh here we go. I am such a fat fuck at the moment. I had three packets of mini buttons for I my dessert this evening. That. I just I like to get me and Ella go in the morning together so it's our little thing that we do together and do you know what I mean? Does Ella go before school as well? Yeah. Well, what we are doing at the moment, and I know it's not quite, you know, it's not shaming it in that, you know, it's not particularly, it's not particularly challenging as a workout. And it's all very gentle 
<laughs> elderly exercise but we're walking on the beach every day so that is actually really lovely yeah so that's really nice oh yeah no me and Ella went for a walk today and it's, it is lovely yeah. we so and it, it's I, nice that the weather is nice scenery as well like the beach would be lovely now but we yeah. walked up like if anyone knows the area like the not in Marley Park like the back of Marley when you walk up there it's like little it's like kind of like well it's not like little country well but it's much it's kind of like it feels like more countryside-esque put it that way yeah but there's there's lovely places near you to go for a walk oh yeah big style they're all over the place but uh, yeah so I will say you know it is it is lovely to do you know that little bit outside and ultimately like they were saying that the best place you can be at the moment is outside yeah oh yeah totally yeah so we're just trying to do that every day but you know when you feel like it's not I think you know it's from those years of just doing say different classes and you know different bits Mm -hmm. and bobs that you feel like oh this doesn't even count but you forget that it is just about trying to be active every day. Oh, yeah. And then even psychologically, you're just being outside and whatever. And you see, like, a walk is usually long. Well, I find anyway, a walk is usually longer than a gym class. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's nice. It's a different pace, but it's for longer. Like, it's all fucking... Yeah, so it's and even for the head now, and you know, I was saying to Fred, I was like, you know, it's probably such an obvious thing to say, but I feel now even the fact that this is happening when I'm gonna say it, I know this is really now Judy's going into a serious geriatric zone here, but like the fact that the evenings are getting brighter, and you know, you come back from your walk and it's six o'clock. I know, like nice and bright. it's not the depths of winter, it's, like, but Jesus, it, it doesn't, it, doesn't insane. it make such a difference though, psychologically. Yes. Oh, like big time. Yeah. Even though it is meant to get quite nice, I think. Yeah. And it's lovely and mild. And even we I said to Fred as we were getting into the car today and I he was saying, God, that was lovely now. And I was like, Yeah, I mean it's psychological, isn't it really? Yeah. And he said and he said, You're psychological. And then there was silence for a good minute in the car. And he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. What was he? trying to say that you were a well it's kind of like you know if you say this road is bendy and then they say oh you're bendy you know like it's that kind of just throwing it back out there Mm. um yeah well hopefully the fresh air was (laughs) yeah fresh air fixes everything did you see your man i was laughing your man in the states who's bought all the hand sanitizer. So he's got oh, over yeah. 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. This guy is what we call an absolute scrub. I think he's in Kentucky. Two brothers, actually, but one guy was interviewed in the New York Times, but it was himself and the brother. They drove mm-hmm. all around buying all this hand sanitizer. They've over 17,000 bottles of it. And obviously their big plan was, like, how gross is this, by the way, Emma? When they announced the first death from coronavirus in the States, they basically got on their cr- trucks, these two brothers, yeah. and went on a mission to get as much hand sanitizer as possible and sell, sell it uh, for profit oh. on Amazon. So then Amazon shut them down and they were like no 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 like this whole thing of like these touts trying to maximize profit on hand sanitizer not gonna happen ebay did the same and walmart so your man is standing there in his garage surrounded by hand sanitizer all these like pallets of the stuff and he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do with it because basically we can't sell it online and like their accounts have been suspended and all that kind of crap I thought the same. I was like, you absolute 
like just the shelters and shit. of a human being. And then they were even like, you know, they got the face masks, all that kind of stuff. And then hospitals were saying that they actually have to ration these because they don't have enough. Mm. There's not enough to go around. But you really see during, you know, it's so rare, like a moment like this happens. And you really do see the difference in people in terms of how they respond. Yeah, I know. Like even in the supermarket, even the other day, there was like I was in Tesco and Minute, the shelves have been cleared. This is, by the way, like maybe two hours after Leo had made this announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, people like, oh, I just happened to be doing my weekly shop. I'm like, sure. No, sure, come sure, on. Sure. Everyone being interviewed yeah. and it's Thursday morning on the news and they're saying, oh, this is just, you know, the morning I do my weekly shop. I'm like, who does a weekly shop on a Thursday? It's such a random day. Uh, but anyway, so they're panic buying to the hilt, but they're trying to sell it as, oh, this is just my regular weekly shop. But <laughs> even in even in front of me, this guy was like looking for beans, and he was like, oh, he was like, they don't have any beans, they don't have any beans. And then I was like, oh, I think they do have some beans there. And so there was a little pallet, of, like six tins of beans, and yeah. he just picked up the pallet and put it in his trolley and I just thought to myself Emma I was like you don't need the six tins of beans like this is the last pallet I've just pointed at the pallet like instead of saying I'll just take a couple he literally just took the pallet off the shelf and I just thought to myself that just says it all because would you not leave a couple for the next person oh I mean what the fuck I like I purposely was like when I saw that thing and people shopping, I was like, I'm not going anywhere near a shop for the next few days. I was like, they can fuck But like, off. we're not going to run out of food. And also, which no. I think, you know, it's important to emphasize as well, because there seemed to be a lot of misinformation. Like in Italy, for example, like the supermarkets are still open and they're still stocked. It's just that obviously they let a certain amount of people in. Staggered. At a time, it's staggered. But there's no need for this, you know, panic buying. To be honest, like I one of my favorite things is when the food gets low in the house and that everything is getting used because and the kids I just, get nice and thin. <laughs> no, but I just hate this thing of having too much food. And yeah. it's like I actually I don't like don't get me wrong, I like when I, I go to the shop and the fridge is nicely full or whatever, but I don't like having too much food that it's like we're never actually going to get fucking Well, there's this. a great satisfaction in knowing you've used uneasy. the food. Yeah, if you're just coming to the end of it and you're like, oh, must go shopping tomorrow. Uh, sure, it looks like it's fucking past again for dinner. Like, that's fine with me. Like, I'm like, grand. You know, like a hodgepodge dinner that you just like fucking throw together. Like, oh, eggs, beans and t- like chips or whatever. Grand. Yeah. I just don't like this. Can't be best for dinner. Really nice dinner. Mm, It's a good one. um, Uh, No, I I do think you do do kind of see people's true colours when they're supermarket shopping at the moment. Different people, uh, I suppose, panic or react to things like that in a different way. Do you know what I mean? And I can understand for some people, like, they're like, their main role may be like you know providing the food so they're just like but like I think sometimes you do just have to like just maybe stop and think just for a second like you know if you don't have a slice of bread I'm sure there's some bagels knocking around in the freezer like do you know what I mean it's 
like it's just chill. Isn't it crazy then that the schools are still open in England and in the north? That's, I know. And Boris, I mean, his speech last week was bizarre, wasn't it? Your I'm loved ones off. will die. It was really strange. I just don't know what that was up because obviously, okay, you can say about the individual, oh, he's off his rock or whatever. Like obviously, these people in these positions are, have advisors and pe- there's there's no way like all the people around them are going, no, this is a really bad idea. Like they've script writer or speech writers and you know. But I, mean? I think he was I think he was prepping for four hours. Fuck's sake. So he was in a meeting with advisors for four hours. And then was like, your loved ones will die. It's just very strange. Like it kind of reminded me of, I remember a few years ago, we were on this, um, uh, this island from hell off Honduras. You know, when you go traveling and you're like, we're too old to go traveling. Like it's done now. We were like, whatever age in our thirties. And we were like, we never want to see a, a hostile dorm again. But we landed on this island in the middle of a storm because one of the girls wanted to go diving. And there was a diving course. It was turned out it was the cheapest place in the world to do this diving course, probably because it was in Honduras, which coincidentally is murder capital of the world. So hence why a lot of people didn't say, go diving there. But like, you know, the cheapest place. But like, is that what things... is that what you prioritize when you want to go diving? I mean, yeah, like the price, the price. That's really what I'm going to focus on here. I'm getting a yeah. chemical face peel. I want to get the lowest of the low prices on this one. Well, I always think that it's like the time I totally forgot, but I was just telling someone recently because they had asked, uh, was it up to 90? I was banging on about the rhinoplasty. Do you remember when I was mad for the rhinoplasty back in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. had forgotten. I had totally forgotten this, but it was only in chatting to this person. I just started laughing this empty hollow like laugh coming from nowhere and I was like god because I remember in Vietnam I sourced this cosmetic surgeon to give me a nose job and he didn't speak English but I completely Lucky I forgot found you when I did but I completely forgot about this this is maybe 2002-2003 and the uh-huh. translator was there and basically the surgeon was like oh no this woman is mental I'm not going to perform on her even though I think I had like $2,000 on me or something I was like please just do my nose but I'm like I mean I would found him I googled I made the point I was like I may as well do a nose job while I'm here but we were in Honduras and it, like, you know, with Boris, it's like there's no I, I don't know what happened to him, but it was almost like his brain was saying, don't say their loved ones will die. And then he <clears> said, your loved ones will die. But it kind of reminds me of when we were on this island from hell. So our mate was off diving and the three of us who yeah. weren't diving turned out the only thing to do on this island was dive. So we were trying to find somewhere to stay and no one would take us because we weren't diving. So the whole thing was, no, you can only stay here if you go diving. And we were like, no, we prefer not. We prefer not to dive in murder capital of the world. So we're just going to stay on land, if that's OK. And yeah, then we finally, <laughs> we finally found this one guest house. It was the last guest house on the island. And we'll just call I'll just call this friend Mary. OK, so Mary. Okay. Uh, now, I do have a Mary from my past, so we'll change that name to, okay, Molly. We'll just call her Molly. 
So we were like, okay, Molly, we're going to go in here. It's the last place we can stay on the island. Okay, it's the last, this is the last chance saloon. We can't get off this island because there's a storm. So whatever we do, we have to, we have to not tell them that we're not diving. Okay, we need to ask for a brochure on the diving. We need to ask a lot of questions about oxygen tanks. We need to give them the impression that the diving is happening. So we went in. we went in and I was oh, like do you have a room for four she was like we actually do have a room for four because of the storm we had a cancellation so she's handing over the keys to me and the other girls filling out the form and Molly says just so you know we're not <laughs> we're not diving oh, and I just was watching Boris coming out with this statement your loved ones will die and I just had a flashback to Molly saying <laughs> Molly. just so you know we're not diving. So the deal was done and Molly was like, all cards on the table. We're not diving. And then she was like, I don't know, can you stay here? And we're like, no, we're, we're definitely diving. Molly's just having an aneurysm. But it was like Molly Boris diving. was having one of those moments. He's a very odd character altogether. To put it and the herd immunity is just like, it's fascism really, isn't it? Survival of the fittest. Oh, God. I mean, they've just lost the plot. It's, it's just I, insane. And you know what? Even like, even just little things like on social media, when you see stuff they're sharing and about like, you know, washing your hands to the tune of happy birthday, you're like, that was like six days ago. Like, catch up, guys. It's, it's very so strange. On yeah. everything. And, and usually, which I will say to the Irish government's credit, I like the fact that they've been preemptive on this and they're not just following the UK's lead. Like, I was delighted when they announced the schools were closing. And now yeah, the pubs are closing. Really, yeah, yeah, as of tonight. I couldn't but honestly, like... And I'm not like a germaphobe or whatever, but like even going into the shop today, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. And uh, I was like, I couldn't imagine being in the pub. I know. I couldn't imagine it like, like I, a wouldn't, I wouldn't pub. have gone into a pub in town if you paid me. Oh, I can't think of anything worse. Like. Because you, you did say, Emma, and I thought it was very true when you were saying the other night about how this is going to change our behaviours like in relation to even gigs and stuff yeah that you do become aware of like kind of germs and just how easy like contagion can spread yeah and you see like even me and Jane were saying the other night you know the way like I think people are like more people are kind of getting onto it now but like this thing like it's only like vulnerable people and whatever but like I know like definitely two people who would be high risk and they look the two of them look like the healthiest people ever. I think people don't realize that, like, people who unhealthy, like, you don't have to look unhealthy to be a high risk person. Do you no. know what I mean? Just not like you're on a machine, and you know what I mean? Yeah. I think people don't realize that the person, for all intents and purposes, to you can look fit, healthy, and whatever. And then the other side of it is you actually like how much do you know about your fucking immune system? You don't know all the weaknesses. 
you have you don't know how your body would react to something you don't know what thread of it you could catch from somebody so you actually don't have a fucking clue like and well I think one thing that that is very true and I think one thing that is registering with people as well is that we all have people in our families that are particularly vulnerable and I think people are rather than saying oh I'll go like even yesterday myself and Fred went for lunch in Dingle and I said to Fred today I was like I actually feel bad that we went for lunch yesterday. You know, I, I so even in the space of 24 hours, there's yeah, been yeah, such I know a shift in terms of the information that I'm like, that was actually quite irresponsible of us going for lunch. And again, I was saying to him, I was like, oh, you know, you're thinking about people in your family that, uh, you know, we all have people that we're particularly worried about. And it's not even refraining from going to look for lunch for you. It's thinking about, yeah. oh, God, imagine if I got something and then they're going to get something because I just fancied pancakes. I know, yeah. Because even Ella was getting freaked out the other day when we were in the park. She was just like, because it was wedged. The park was wedged, like, and she was like off walking off into the grass. And I was like, are you practicing social distancing from your mother? And she's like, oh, there's just too many people here. She's like, it's just a bad idea. But you know what? She's probably right, though. I know. So I was trying to say to her, look, it's outside. And I was like, you know you'd have to like cough or sneeze and for that to like you know make contact with somebody else and you know blah 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 but I could kind of see where she was coming from because even like we were walking past the park today and there's so many people and I was like I was looking at gates and handrails and I was like but you know you have to kind of like carry on but um, well you know you can't end up like what was the name of your man Leonardo DiCaprio played in the germaphobe do you remember him no, the re- well, do you remember the really rich guy and they t- they do the spoof of him in the Sip Simpsons it's the name starts with H oh I don't know I think oh I think I do know oh they did the spoof of him in the Simpsons with Mr yes, Burns yes and yeah, yeah. I'm, go- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up on my laptop now while, while we're chatting oh laptop bloody da. oh well you know um, the, PC, the PCs in the shop, you know, we don't have a telly at the moment, by the way, just to say that. I know. Shocking stuff. Oh, it's re- because we're in we're in um, we're in Brandon, which is like, say, 25 minutes from Dingletown. And my auntie mm. was very proud of the fact that she had gotten a smart TV. So she kept it. She keeps referring to the fact that the TV is smart. But the the previous TV worked just grand. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. you had a few these mad channels. TVs. I know these TVs where you have to like tune in shit and all. It's just like, oh God. So it's just, it's really frustrating now, this smart TV, because like, I don't know how this can even possibly happen, but I managed to connect the internet last night and I, for some reason, have YouTube so Fred is just in music channel heaven, but the Netflix won't work. So we just don't even like it's just a lot of getting to know one another. We actually played Monopoly here, last night. Oh, but shit with two though. Yeah, well, do you know what? Now I can. I know my laptop's quite small. I don't know if I've mentioned in this conversation Wait, that I do a own a laptop. Well, this is it. We don't have a Chromecast, but I'm looking at ways that we can just like, I think if I got a mini port, I could attach it to the TV. But it's just, it's it's a bit of faffing and I'm not the best. You would have got a Chromecast in one of those fucking Vodafone bags before. Do you know what? I have to say, anything I ever got in a Vodafone bag didn't work. 
But I think oh, that's really? me, not the Vodafone bag. Because I often find, like, even something like a pair of headphones, I'm like, mine don't work. And everyone's just kind of bopping awesome. to the sound of their own soundtrack. So, like, the common denominator is me. Oh, sorry. It's Come like here. the time, do you remember I did the music festival and the guy who was a bit of a pain in the hole anyway, let's face it, who was kind of, I suppose, operating, um, managing the music, the comedy festival, so to speak. He uh, gave me my goodie bag. Do you remember there were no drinks tokens in mine? And he accused me of, <laughs> he accused me of having already been in the goodie bag. Who was I this? Was like, no. Men it was say- Oh well, no, look, come on. It's all over. No, oh, look, it's duty. done. Well, I, 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 I can't. week or two and you'll be naming and shaming fucking all sorts oh, of people. Oh, you know what? I actually nearly would. But yeah, at the time, I just remember thinking, because he didn't particularly like me anyway, this guy. And I just thought, I was like, this is so typical that the one goodie bag that's missing the drinks tokens are mine. I mean, obviously, I had already snuck in and gotten the drinks tokens, but I was like, don't you dare accuse me. Yeah, how dare you? What how was, dare what you? Was, what was the other t- what was the thing the other week we were talking about and we were breaking our shit laughing about? How how dare you? What was oh, that? what was that about? I don't know. That fucking cracked me up, whatever that was. I don't know if I said it or you said it, but it was so many, We have so time. many in-jokes. Fred Cook is here. We're doing the podcast, hey, right? We're doing it up to 90. Oh, he's laughing. I don't know. Um, I don't know what he was about to do there, but he didn't realise he was on a podcast. So whatever it was, he suddenly stopped doing it. Was it like... Oh, just, Ill- just a kiss, Ill- 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 advice, virus. Uh Yeah, I don't know what... Now, come here. I'm trying to find the name of that germaphobe here. Yeah. We played Monopoly last night. Have you played Monopoly recently? Well, the last time I played Monopoly, it was on the Switch, which is good, like, because you can do fast versions of it and whatever. Uh, but like, what do a you lot mean? Of... Howard Hughes was the name of the guy who became Howard the germaphobe. Thank that. God, that would have driven me crazy. But it's a bit <laughs> more complicated than I remembered Monopoly, Emma. Monopoly? But the, the mortgage situation confuses me a lot. The bidding? Do, do, would you do, have you done the bidding in Monopoly? Yeah. Because neither myself or Fred had any memory of the bidding situation, so I you tried. I would get that far, but I would have done it now on the Switch version because you can just like it's a lot faster. When you say the Switch version, what is yeah. it? Switch is like a Nintendo. Oh, okay. thing that okay. you can have on the TV or you can have as a handheld device. So it's kind of a mixture of a a DS and a console. Okay, okay, very good. Um, and tell me, so the so the the mortgage? Would you have done the mortgage? Can you explain to me what the situation is with the mortgage and monopoly? Yeah, so you you have to if you start running out of money you'd have to get rid of your houses first or your hotels, whatever you have. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, because actually there were quite scant on details in this instruction booklet because this is an old monopoly. It's from like 1997. 
but it's yeah. all still fine you know what I mean obviously everything's in pounds and we're still pretending that Kimmage is only 60 pounds it's the cheapest on the on the board even though you know obviously it's kind of a, a pretty hipster place to live now so the mortgage then you go for that when you're running out of money yeah so you have to, makes a lot of you sense can't, you can't uh you have to get rid of your houses and shit if you're running sure. out of money yeah yeah last question because this was unclear when you pass go you take 200 pounds every time yeah yeah okay because again this was there was a bit of controversy in brandon last night controversy so okay i'm delighted yeah you do take 200 pounds yeah yeah you know you do yeah perfect unless you get a, a community whatever and it tells you not to I think the problem is jail if you're sent to jail it doesn't matter if you pass go you don't get 200 oh yeah no 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 so we we did we did cop that we did cop that fairly quickly but no because I think because Fred is such a fair person that when he landed on stuff and I was like he was like I, I was like do you want that and he was like no and I was like well then I'd like to bid on it and then we were bidding, but he made the point, you know, say I would have bought it for whatever price, which was less than the price that was said, you know, yeah. initially. And he'd be saying, but I don't think this is fair on the people selling that. And I was like, forget about the people. It's just you and me. Oh, my God. If you guys get through this, like you're that yourself. Gotta life. get through this. Ah, uh, yeah. No, How it's all going to feel... be Craig David. <laughs> I... I'm slightly irritated by uh, artists and whatever um, by two o'clock on Thursday sharing their patron shite. Yes, this is pissing me off big time. I think it's very, I think it's very cheeky of people to expect other people to you know, obviously, it's fair enough to ask to be paid for content. That's totally fair. But yeah. if you're putting up something like, you know, I've lost a lot of work. Can you support me on Patreon? I just think everyone's in the same boat, aren't they, really? Yeah. I don't it's know so if it's now the time to be exploiting that because I just think everyone's in the same boat. And a few people, not to name names, but a few people, I think, who are doing quite well out of Patreon anyway, putting up the call yeah. to arms oh if you wouldn't mind your contrib- contribution yeah. to my patreon instead of saying if you wouldn't mind maybe i don't know contributing to like age action ireland or i think i was saying it yesterday to you like even putting up saying look these are really tough times for self-employed people here are seven podcasts that i listen to that i think are great why don't you go check them mm. out but a couple yeah, of I people like them. really I really surprised like that that was their reaction death. but you know what they're the people who ask you where are the beans and then you point out where the beans are and they take the whole pallet of beans i know it's just oh like literally two o'clock thursday well i think actually on the subject of patreon because we obviously we had our chat yesterday (coughs) right up to 90 and yeah. I know, like we both said, obviously the Skyping isn't ideal, but at the same time, we kind of thought the sound was grand. And ultimately, 
it's just a kind of a way for us to get the count content out there at the moment with this whole lockdown yeah. situation. But even we said, like, we'll probably do an extra couple of up to 90s now because we're kind of doing of feck all anyway. And yeah. also it's a time that people need the content. I know. But I, I just I just don't think like I don't want to use the word like inappropriate because that's probably a bit over the top. But it's just like I give me a fucking break, would you? Well, I think you know uh, people who work in like restaurants, people who are hairdressers, even people that may still, even the fact people still needing to go to work, and they're like, "Fuck, I have to go to work." They're not letting us work from home. I don't want to be saying to them, "Yeah, but sorry, could you give me a few quid?" Actually, just while you're stressing out about your fucking life, yeah. Your mom can't mind your kids and you still have to go to work and your fella does whatever, but could you give me a few quid? I'm just like, no, it's not actually now. Thanks very much. It's all well, as you said, Emma, I just think it's tone deaf is exactly what it is. And I wouldn't be, and say if somebody is like, you know, still able to work during this, like, if you're still able to work during this, like chances are there's going to be friends, family or whatever who can't. So you might have to give them a dig out. And if you've had to work through all this, it probably hasn't been that like pleasant. So, you know, if you have a few fucking cash, go and get yourself a fucking holiday. If you can. Like when this is all fucking over. Well, I was going to say, I don't know car, what I recommend whatever. anyone booking flights at the moment. No, I'm talking about 2021, maybe. Or something. Make 2021 a is right. Yeah. But also, aren't we looking? Yeah, of course. But I think I think it's very grabby, grabby. And I don't think it's going to I just don't think it's going to date very well. I would hope people look at these those kind of, you know, call to arms and say, you know what? I think that's a bit off. I I just think that's kind of in bad taste at the moment. I, I mean, that's what I would hope, because I just think. Ultimately, nothing wrong, you know, looking to get paid for content. But just in the current moment, it's probably not the right time to be grabbing. Yeah, I just think like everybody, you know, is worried about what's down the line or whatever. And it's just like, fuck off, basically. And I think like... Sorry, this is like these circumstances are for you. To you? Is it? Okay. I know uh, it is. Healthy, it is. And you have a support system around you. And okay, yeah. Sorry, could you just swivel like, along? Think of all the old people on their own during this time. It's actually heartbreaking, Emma, when you think about it. Fuck's sake, like. Do you know when you think of so many uh, elder people who are yeah. literally on their own and probably scared shitless and worried if they get sick, there's going to be no one to mind them. And, you know, like, I do think Ireland is a great country for so many reasons. But when it comes to our healthcare system, anything involving dependence on healthcare, we're completely screwed. Like, say, I had a really bad cough last week. That's why we didn't actually do the the podcast. Oh, yeah. Because the cough was so bad. But then we tried to. And I meant to put that up. 
And then I was going to put it up and then the whole announcement was made and we both said, look, we'll just look at doing another Skype and we'll throw that up or whatever. But I think that like even in the last week, so like I had this really bad cough, which I didn't want to be shouting from the rooftops that I had a cough in the current climate (laughs) because like you cough in a public space and people look at you like you whipped out a machete. So I kind of was downplaying it. But then they were saying to ring the doctor, obviously, if you had these symptoms. So I was like, well, I have to ring because I do have shortness of breath because it's a cough. Like, that's what a cough is, really. Yeah. They rang them and they were like, look, ring back at the end of the week. And then actually when I gave another couple of things, they were like, oh, that's definitely X, Y and Z, which was a massive relief because I was like, "Okay, well, it's not the other thing. But then today, like myself and Fred were listening to the radio and they were saying, giving out about people ringing the GP out of office lines and just ringing the GP even during the day because they were saying look you know people are ringing us with flu-like symptoms and ultimately we can't help actual emergencies I just said to Fred well what are you supposed to do because they've told us not to go to the GPs then they're giving out because you're ringing the GPs and it's just a completely dysfunctional health system like it is probably the uh, that and housing are the worst things about living in an Irish society because this health system is just completely dysfunctional, isn't it? Well, I don't, yeah, I mean, any experiences I've had of it thus far have been good, but I, I haven't really needed it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, but I just think when they're telling people, okay, you can't ring, no, you, you can't ring now either because you're clogging the line and you're like but sure what am I supposed to do and aside from the fact that every time you go to the doctors it's costing you like 55 euro just to get like a prescription for the pill or something you know what I mean mm. it's 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 really it just doesn't make any sense from that point of view yeah like even actually my old GP he didn't charge me for repeat uh script and he wouldn't charge you like for like just checking your blood pressure or whatever. But the new guy does fairly garden crappy. Yeah, he's not he's not as susceptible to the hand jobs. <laughs> I don't know whether it's I've come complacent Have about you lost them your and I'm not giving it enough figure. I don't know. It's because you're on the phone, Emma. I said that to you before. You're scrolling. But if you kept, if you stopped you leaving me WhatsApp audios, Julie, I'm constantly walking pretend. around the place listening to Julie's WhatsApp audios. You have audios. to pretend you have, you have to pretend you're, you need the two hands. That's what gets them off. You're like, oh, oh God, geez, I'll need, like I'll need so to get big. another hand in here. Yeah, right. it's just weighing me down. And then you put one I hand at the next like one involved. Yeah. And then your other hand is kind of holding up your wrist because you're like, God, oh, it's so heavy. Yeah. Um, I, I know gonna say hands what? up it's my fault but I won't put the hands up but I will admit ah, yeah. I've let it I've let it slip and the important Not thing is Emma me. you're still washing your hands afterwards you're doing two happy yeah. birthdays well, do you know what my dad's advice to me was if you're going to drop the hand wash the hand ah look that's lovely now isn't it that's my dad yeah that's up there with daddy daughter dances I think in terms of creepiness <laughs> Butterfly kisses at night. Very butterfly kisses, Emma. <laughs> oh, oh, very so funny. Fun. But it, that, it that so ring fun. he's giving you to wear is really cute. But I do think three kids in, I'd be taking the ring off. You know, I just think the jig is up now. Butterfly kisses. Oh, pukes, Phil. 
What do they call those rings again? Purity rings. Oh, purity rings. Fuck's sake. Well, ain't none of us going to be pure during this lockdown. Actually, speaking of purity rings, have you watched the Taylor Swift Miss Americana on Netflix? No. Very (laughs) bad. Very bad. Give it a skip. She just, I don't know what it is about her, but I'm not buying what she's selling at all. I don't believe it. Well, you wouldn't be buying it after the documentary either. I watched as far as, I'd say maybe... May I think I watched as far as you know obviously when Kanye storms the stage <clears throat> and she said you know a lot of things change then like it kind of you know changed me as a person but I said to Fred right, um, right Taylor right right <laughs> but I said to Fred that I do think obviously it was wrong of Kanye to storm the stage but one thing that I thought was interesting the gold digger. is that what you're getting my hair well, the thing is, okay, let's look at the facts, okay? So, Taylor Swift won Best she's Female not, Video. She's not messing with no broke. She beat, not saying it was right for Kanye to storm the stage and ruin her moment, because she was just a 17-year-old girl at the time, but yeah. just being honest about it, a bit of real talk, oh, she Jesus. beat Beyonce. Yeah. Okay? Like, she beat Beyonce. In best female video. Now, if that doesn't tell you an awful lot about, like, just discrimination in probably particularly the American music industry and certainly at the time, I mean, wouldn't you be fuming? So, like, she beat Beyonce in best and what female was the video. Vi- was the video, am I right in thinking, but the video or am I going horrendous. too far back? Was the video, Beyonce's video at the time, was that crazy in love or am I going too far back? No, no, no. It was the one where, what is that? What is the, Single Ladies was the video that she beat her in. Ah, Jesus. And like, you know, like with, Like iconic. I know people use that word a lot, but it is actually iconic. iconic. Well, it is iconic. So Taylor Swift, like, had this, like, quintessential, like, you know, Jane Austen-y, fairy tale-y. Um, you know, this kind of like wistful, kind of flowy, dressy video, like, which was fine, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it. But I mean, it wasn't Beyonce. So I think Kanye, obviously not the right thing to do to storm the stage, but ultimately he actually was right. Like he was like, is this for yeah. real? Like but you know, Beyonce actually, should have won this. Not that I'm not that I'm taking his side and I say he wasn't right to do it, but it's refreshing for somebody to actually do something rather just than to go on Twitter as the thing to do. do now, I'm sure like, he sent a tweet as well. Yeah. Uh, but, well, there's an honesty to it. He's like, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. but this is complete bullshit. Now, was it nice to do to like a 17 year old girl? And I think it really was horrible in the sense that I felt very bad for it in that moment. But he was actually totally right. So when she said, oh, you know, yeah, a lot changed in that moment. At this point, if I were her, I would like to think you'd have some self-reflection and say, but why did he do that? Like maybe ultimately this was him being really pissed off as a black artist saying, sorry, but this woman in the audience yeah, is an absolute probably... queen. Yeah. Like she's been robbed. Like as in the lack of understanding from a racial point of view. Again, he was totally wrong to do. But if I were her, I would have said, you know, looking back now, I can actually see where he was coming from, but it was just really shit for me. Like, again, it just feels with Taylor, like this documentary anyway, for sure. I felt 
didn't really ask any big questions. It was it's felt very much curated by her, like that she was in complete yeah. control of us. You see, like, this, is what ha- this is what happens. If that's it's the case. like the Kevin Hart thing. This is what happens when people. Oh, I do watched a few minutes of that and I was like boring. And they're they're the producers of it. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's I mean, Kevin's one. I watched again maybe 15 minutes is usually my cut off point and there seemed to be no introspection whatsoever so I was like this is actually a bit dull yeah there wasn't much going on there but um I actually watched the whole thing just at a pure is it worth do you think watching the whole thing no but I just wanted to (laughs) I just wanted to I wanted to watch something completely like, okay, well, tell me about yourself. Do you know that kind of way? Not yeah. somebody that I already made my mind up about or like, I, I really didn't have that much like good or bad. Well, or I will say that music, yeah, music wise, I think Taylor Swift is actually a genius. And the one thing I will say in the documentary, which even Fred said he found really brilliant were the moments when you see her composing the music and to be Mm -hmm. honest that was actually I would have preferred to have seen more of that because in that moment you think my god like this woman is something really really special like she's so talented but she's so guarded it doesn't make for a good documentary yeah yeah no I wouldn't imagine it would be because you have to have the light and shade like in the Kevin Hart one it was they did have about him getting caught doing the dirt and then there was something about an old tweet where he was like, oh, if my son came home and told me he was gay. Yeah. I'd fucking do this, that and the other. Do you know what I mean? But it was all, it was very, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? It was very. Controlled. Yeah, it was very, yeah, exactly. It was very controlled, the whole thing. Um. So, yeah, I mean. I don't like I I think I came away and my opinion about him was that his head is completely rammed up his arse. I thought he came across as really arrogant in the first. Yeah, like it's like, oh, it's really I mean, it's wedged. It was a hard watch, I thought. It's wedged up there. But then I saw him on Comedians in Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, which was older than that, and he came across a lot better. It he seemed mm. to have like genuine um humility or whatever. And he, he came across a much more interesting character. So maybe like the documentary format doesn't suit him. And like why are we ripping the arse out of it? Why like how many episodes was there? too many and I, I think like it just made no sense to me because it was like he was really on the defensive. And it's like, but you're, presume you've invited this documentary into your life. <laughs> you're, I mean, I I you're just, funding it, like. I just did not understand. It. it was like, oh, you again with your questions. And it's like, yeah, but like, <laughs> you this wrote is your them. documentary, Kev. <laughs> you wrote the questions, Kevin. What's the story? Did I say it wrong? <laughs> like, Is my what? tone wrong? Yeah, exactly. I can't read your, oh. I can't your handwriting Kevin it's not my fucking fault we've asked you before just type it out send me an email what's that that reminds me of that reminds me of the last time myself and Fred tried for a mortgage a few weeks ago um 
hilariously like we were this close and I had said on one of the conversations anyway the bank was like can I just be put on to Fred so I was like grand so I put him on and anyway so we'll just say you know I think that's correct relationship when a financial institution wants to talk to Fred I'm sure that's when you spoke of yeah I think they were starting to question like how I had access to this man's bank accounts like something wasn't adding up but uh and like the questions themselves were so funny on the phone like at one stage I like obviously I did you know I just went through like our mutual details and at one stage the lady was like does he make you laugh Julie and I was like sorry is this a question on the form like this makes no sense whatsoever so they asked to be put on to Fred obviously just to confirm that he was a real person and I was in an actual relationship with him but let's just say you know when I handed the phone over the quote for the mortgage we'll say it was like 220,000 so I handed Fred the phone I was like it's just the bank they just want to ask you a few details so then anyway I heard Fred like (laughs) saying things like being way too honest about our living situation so then I had to like write a note and then I gave it to Fred and he was saying we are living what's that word with family at the moment like it was, it was so funny so by the time he had to come back to me we push. did have a good you know like hello he really sounds like a hostage situation <laughs> So then by the time he handed the the phone back to me, the lady was like, the thing is, Julie, um, some of the details Fred gave are a bit different. So um, we probably have to put this quote in maybe for 160. Is that okay? And I just said to her, I was like, how do we lose 60,000 euro? Like that was a five minute conversation. But they came back and declined us the mortgage regardless. But I did laugh. I was like, next time I'll have you more prepped. I felt bad. Better off anyway. She was totally caught on the hop. Mm. Well, I mean, um, look, in the current climate when neither of us are looking at any work for the foreseeable, like, (laughs) thank God. But it just just made me laugh when in the space of five minutes, they're like, we're going to have to take 60,000 up this, I'm afraid. Um, And I was like, oh gas but for the best of course yeah yeah i sure look at who knows we could all be living in the before continent. we wrap it up can i just yeah. say one thing that someone got actually sorry not one person but three people got in touch oh. to tell yeah. us to which i was very i was very happy about because when we were talking about the love is blind episode and we were both very fond of diamond yeah. and they said to us that you know we were both a bit worried that maybe she had come out with something slightly mean when she was walking away from what, what, what was the oh, yes. Carlton so they all said it was Beyonce's song which like to be honest was a massive relief because I didn't want to lose the love for Diamond yeah yeah I remember that now well remembered Julie well remembered so just to say that because we we did like diamond and i was like i must say that in the next episode and then i forgot oh uh, yeah but sure no the challenge no we're gonna do another couple of episodes aren't we this week emma if we can yeah yeah you know we definitely will maybe like i don't know tuesday or wednesday night or something like that yeah i was even thinking tuesday might be a good night yeah yeah i'm sure a lot will have happened in our lives I know. Now and then. Um, and, you know, again, listener, we hope that the Skype is okay. We didn't get anyone coming back to us, and usually the listeners are quite vocal, yeah. which is a good thing. But, you know, yeah. if, the, if there's something that's a bit off, 
But, you know, we're going to try to do the Skype, do an extra couple of episodes to keep people going while everyone's in lockdown because mm-hmm. we need the content at the moment. Yeah, we need we need we need a little something something. Um, Speaking of something something, I'm oh. going to go out to Fred now here. Oh, Jesus. This we're is gonna just going to get more too. explicit as we go on. And you know it? what I mean. It's Monopoly. We're coming for round two. Christ. Round two, baby. I'm excited now that I get about the mortgage thing. I knew you could explain to me. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I'm not the biggest monopoly. I haven't played it now in a good long while because sometimes Ella and Shane will play it and they're like, do you want to join in? I'm like, oh, I have three hours. I'm like, oh. It's, it does seem like it goes on forever, if I'm honest. Yeah, it does. But I think we'll probably be getting a few, uh, although we do have some stuff here, but probably will be some more um, board games and jigsaws. Well, the board games are great. Like I thought I had it somewhere and I can't find it. Uh, It's probably not in this house, but I I thought I had brought it down. 30 Seconds is a great one. Oh, what's that? So 30 Seconds, basically, there's like, you know, a word like it's a, it's an Irish board game. Really good. So like there might be you have a list of five things and you have uh, basically 30 seconds and you want people to guess what these things are. So, for example, number one might be Ardlo Hanlon. So you're oh, yeah. giving clues. You can't obviously use the names. So you're like Father Ted, Dougal. Yeah. And then they guess it and you go to the next one. But it's obviously about getting as many in 30 seconds as you can. But it's it's actually gotcha. really good fun. And I think because it's Irish, it's even better because it has those little references like Art Lohanlon or, you know, it's yeah, just make, yeah, it I makes it very familiar. So that's a really good one, actually, if you are going to buy one. Nice. OK, good to know. Top tip. OK, Ems, I'll chat to you Tuesday. Yeah, I'll chat to you Tuesday. Yeah, sure. I might be chatting to you before, but sure. We'll do an episode on Tuesday anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. OK. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.